The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. It's very clear to me. What I say last hour, Darren, I see things before everybody else and everybody calls me crazy. And then what I say comes to fruition and nobody comes back and apologizes and goes, yeah, you were right. How about that? Like, I mean, nobody. But I'm used to it. I don't get upset about it anymore. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, Yeah, it is. Thank you, Rick Regan. Welcome to the RP Show. Yeah, it's yeah. I cracked a beer, sober carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer here an hour or two because Yahoo! I'm ready for the weekend, and I hope you are too. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. I am in the South Florida studio, as you can all see. He is in the Queen City. Moose, what's tickled your fancy here? What are you smiling at as we lift the lid of hour two? What's going on? I want to crack a beer now. It sounds like the weekend's off to a great start. <laughs> Need some oh, sober yeah. carpenter over here. That's good. This stuff is so good. There's a there's hey, I was I was in a twelve step meeting this morning. I don't mind saying it, and I hope that doesn't piss anybody off. And frankly, if it does, I don't care. But I was sitting at the funky Buddha brewery last night, as I told you. Very yep. popular craft brewery here in South Florida for the Florida Panthers watch party. Go to my social media, you'll see all of the uh, photos and videos of it and our Cats and Bolts podcast was there live. And here's one for you, Moose. I'm sitting, uh, my buddy Andrew, who's the voice of the uh, public address announcer for the Panthers, he's working, right? So I can't really bother him. Yeah. So I'm sitting at the bar by myself, a guy on each side. I'm right up at the bar. There's 30 draft taps in front of me. You would think for a recovering alcoholic, that's like wandering into a swamp full of alligators, you know? But I'm like, I know that I'm not going to drink. I'm fine which I was. And uh, so the guys are looking at the beer menu and they're like, what's, uh, what's good? And the lady's like, well, we have this brand new one. It is the cookies and cream beer. You might want to try that. And I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. And then <laughs> she's, or you might want to try the sweet potato casserole beer. I'm like, that sounds disgusting. Uh, but yeah, why that is my point, I don't know. I don't think I had a point. 
Um, but, yeah, I think the point is, I, I hope beer's probably changed a lot since since you were drinking. You know, I don't imagine oh. that there was cookies and cream beer ten years ago, or sweet potato beer. You know what I mean? The craft beer is just something else, and I like the you know, yeah, beer to taste like a beer. Well, Common Crown is our hockey coverage sponsor and sports update sponsors. Common Crown Brewery, they got them all, five different uh, types there. And more on the fly from Common Crown. But yeah, hey, listen, I'm coming up on nine years sober. It'll be a while. It's in mid-January, but flavored vodka just came out just before I retired. And uh, yeah, bubblegum vodka, it's put me in the grave almost. <laughs> Literally. Bubblegum? What? Yeah. Yes! I'll take six. Who needs mix? Um, <laughs> I didn't. Who meant what? What's that? Um, so, hey, John Ohm. Ohm, he's showing up. He says, hour two. Boom. We covered a heck of a lot of CFL in hour one. We're going to cover a lot of NFL and everything else here in hour two of the program. College football. Oh, man. It's just, it's like the 30 draft towers at Funky Buddha Brewery and Common Crown and what they do. There's just so much. And what I've realized is just settle in on one, tie into it, and or enjoy a little bit of everything. It's hard to keep your mind on everything. Uh, I got to stop. I got to stay out of the comments for a second. I asked before the show, I prepped you for this. You're broadcasting U Sports Football, Canada West Football, this weekend. So can you, in two minutes or less, give us the lay of the land? Because I know things are tight here in the nitty-grit. Oh, are they ever? Um, I'll, I'll tell you this. Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Regina are going to play. Uh, Manitoba's got two wins, Regina one. They're in a battle for the last playoff spot. Manitoba's got a softer schedule, though. But at the top, Saskatchewan, UBC, and Alberta are all 4-1 and one, uh, here with three games to go. So trying to figure out who's going to finish first and second and host playoff games... That's going to be fun. And Alberta uh, is in uh, Saskatoon, I believe. They play each other, or the other way around, sorry. It's in Edmonton. But the Huskies and Golden Bears play. Big matchup, first place on the line. And then to give everybody across the country another taste, top 10 matchup, Windsor-Laurier happening out east. So Windsor-Laurier, top 10 matchup. They're both pretty good. Uh, trying to rival kind of Laval, Western Montreal. Really heating up university football in Canada. Love it. Casual Friday here. Football Friday on the RP Show. Thanks. You betcha. Regarding those craft beers and flavored spirits, Leanne writes in and says, I'd be loaded 24-7. Yeah. And to be honest, I pretty much was. Unless I was calling a game, I never drank. But yeah, it's, it's a good thing I, for everybody that I shut it down. Uh, there are, there's a, why are they writing in about John Bonk? Reg, John, John Bonk, what about him? You don't remember the name John Bonk, but he was a great defensive lineman, I believe. Wasn't he big, tall, white Canadian? Am I right, guys? D lineman back in the day? Uh, I, Ottawa. I Radic Bonk. Yeah, no. Oh, he was also in Ottawa, Ottawa but this Senator. was a different Bonk in yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, Leanne says, by the way, try not drinking for 31 years and see how much has changed. Hey, stick with me, Leanne, which I know you do. We're, hey, we're the safe ones. 
It's all good. <laughs> I'm looking around the brewery last night at these Panthers fans. They're actually watching the game. I'm like, you're in a brewery, for God's sakes. They'd be carrying me out of here. What do you mean, two beer? Why drink at all? It's too expensive. Uh, <laughs> I got to get back on point. Darren, you're not keeping me between the lines. I'm holding you uh, responsible. I'm teasing. Sometimes the bank is uh, too jo- steep. It's, not, it's, it's tough to take it out of the ditch. Sometimes you got to stay in there. <laughs> Casual Fridays, as promised. And I, God bless you for calling football this weekend. I, it's taken two plus years, maybe a little longer, where people now finally understand why I'm happy in life doing what I'm doing. I got the weekend off, bro. I was going to ask you, you're, you're calling the football game there tomorrow. I'm going for supper tonight with Chris Sanford. And here's a story for you. You'll love this. Trust me, folks, we'll get to serious sports talk in a moment. But we're going to a restaurant called The Cove. It used to be called The Two Georges. It's, it was one of the first restaurants I ever went to in South Florida years ago. And I love it. It's changed names. I'm going with Chris Sanford. Well, the guy that loaned me his mansion in the Keys last weekend lives close by. So I texted him and I said, I'm going to be at The Cove tonight. Do you want me to bring the keys by? And he's like, yeah, do that. Come early and hang out for a while. How about that? And uh, what was my point on that? The sirens are just started going off here. Oh, Serena and I went for supper at the Cove last week. And I follow them on Instagram, Darren. Stick with me. So she got up the next morning and I I said to her, hey, we missed Kyle Lowry by an hour last night. She's like, what? I said, no, Kyle Lowry, the heat. Here, look, here's the pay. He was at the COVID hour after us. And she's like, so? I was far more excited about that. You could see how that would play out in our house, right? Oh, yeah. That didn't surprise Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Not at all. She, you know, no big deal. But it's Kyle Lowry. Like, that's pretty cool. And yet she meets Wayne Gretzky. <clears throat> Thanks to yours truly. And starts crying and has to sit down and, and has a basically a, um, what do you call it when you have to breathe out of the p- paper bag? A panic attack? Yeah, so had a big, yeah, well, it wasn't a panic attack, but hyperventilating, that's what it was. So, yeah, I should have told her, we missed Gretzky by an hour. She would have got weak in the knees. Anyways, I'll allow it. It's not a football fan, but I'll allow it. It's from the Rod Squad, and it's from John in Edmonton. And he says, off topic, he says, I know it's football Friday, but what do you think of Connor Bedard being fined for not wearing a helmet during warm-up? I'll allow it because it's fun. What do I think? I think, who cares? It's his life. It's his 2500 bucks. If he wants to get a photo taken with flow and no helmet, that's entirely up to him. It's a speeding ticket. So who cares? I saw a lot of people, though, making a really big deal about Connor Bedard. He's not following the rules. He's not wearing a helmet in warm-up. He's going to be fine for that. Yeah, well, that's his life. That's his decision. I don't really care. Connor Bedard can rob a bank, and I'd find a reason to justify it. So uh, what do you think about him not wearing his bucket in warm-up? I think it's fine. I think if he does it every game and 
whatever, then maybe it's, it's, it's not quite the same, right? A little more, you know, rude, I guess, per se. But it's one game. It's his debut. Um, I also think the rule is dumb. I, you know, I don't really call things dumb because I think that's childish. And, but I just think it's dumb. I do. I, I think, you know, when we got to see all the players' faces and their hair and, you know, got to see their personality in the warm-up I, and them smiling and interacting, I think that's cool. I really think that's cool. I know it's things happen, but uh, I don't remember a lot of warm-up injuries happening over the years. I know there was some, but not a lot. Hey, you spend any time around a hockey rink where I spent thousands of hours anybody from milestone saskatchewan will tell you it wasn't just me all my friends we we <laughs> were on the ice so much we were regularly taking pucks off the crossbar in the head regularly these guys are all shooting 100 mile an hour now so i don't think it's dumb that they're being forced to wear helmets at all safety first darren you're normally the safety guy i remember I one know. time the cops the two cops Knocking on my mom and dad's door, and they had me by the collar. They're like, we caught him breaking into the rink again. Here you go, Mrs. Peterson, and threw me into this, you know, the entry of our house. That was the extent of me getting in trouble, breaking into the rink, breaking and entering. Uh, okay, I... From the account Hockey Books and Storytellers, writes in and says, who will be the first to use pride tape? Good question. We'll find out. Who knows? I'm not going to make a guess. You don't know. But it's interesting. I was saying this earlier. It's a football Friday. And you were on with me the other day when I said, remember when the pink game was the biggest source of controversy? We thought the world was screwed up then. Right? The, the players were, some were refusing to wear pink. Actually, no. The CFL banned players wearing pink. They did it in the 80s. Or not the 80s. I'm losing track of my decades. I feel like John Lynch right now. But it was when I was calling the games. There was, there was an anti-pink statement. You may or may not remember, Darren. I don't think you and I knew each other yet. But Marcus Chunky Adams, defensive lineman with Saskatchewan, uh, broke the rule and wore pink because he's like, my mom had breast cancer. I'm wearing it. You remember that? Yeah. You may or may not remember it, but it did happen. He was ahead of his time. There's just too many rules still there around just, this. Like, there's too many yeah. rules. Like, you know, if the players want to wear a little pink, great. I understand the team uniform thing. Like, you can't have, you know, I don't know, the uh, Toronto Argonauts all coming out wearing red when they're playing the Stampeders. Like, I understand that. But, you know, there's certain causes, and you need to allow the players to express them. I don't like players being forced to do anything, whether it's to wear tape, forced to wear tape, or forced to not wear tape on their stick. You know, set out the parameters and let them be their, their own individual selves. This casual Friday is really taking a turn for a goofy town, and that's fine. Everybody's in a good mood today. I hope that we sparked that. Uh, by the way, the account Hockey Books and Storytellers is uh, Jerry Teabag Hack in Vancouver. He's watching live in Vancouver today. Teabag. Uh, I'm going on his show tomorrow. Best-selling author, right, Teabag? I got a text from him the other day, and he signed it, Teabag. I'm like, I love that. And it's not nearly as offensive as it sounds. 
Why do they call him Teabag? He was an old goalie. Uh, everything went through him like a teabag. Kevin the Medium uh, writes in and says, I was once minding my own business and got hit on the head by a puck. I was literally trying to sell stuff. Yeah, I did that. Too bad you weren't there, Moose. He conveniently leaves out, leaves out half the story. We are at overtime hockey lanes in Calgary. And uh, he was trash-talking me to one of the owners, Michelle. And I turned and fired a ball, not a puck. And it knocked, hit him in the brim and knocked his hat off. That's how deadly of a marksman I am when it comes to the pure sport of hockey. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says the NFL fined Tyreek Hill because he wasn't wearing socks last week. Wasn't it a hundred grand? Am I right in saying a hundred grand? Cheetah got fined. Yeah. Well, again, I think so. I know I know everything that's going on in the NFL because it's up in your face here, twenty four seven, whether you like it or not. And the Dolphins don't even get me started. I can tell you the fifty seventh guy on the roster and what the trainer had for lunch. Oh, it's unreal. If you love football, this is the place for you. But speaking of, when we come back, we're going to play Deal or No Deal, NFL Week 6. Eddie Steele's on the way. CFL great and Great Cup champion. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contour design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it. But it's a fact, just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. 
Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code VRPSHOW. You can thank me later. Ah, here we go. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't read all these with just me on the screen. So <laughs> let's bring in the moose. Yeah, it's that time. We're going to be playing Deal or Deal, No Deal, NFL here. I can't tell if the microphone Darren is picking up, the lawn guy is next door. Can you hear him or not? Yeah, a low rumble of the lawn guy making an appearance. Yeah. Brrr. So, guys, this is all tying in together. Manscaped has done it again. Introducing the handyman facial razor. It's for up top, not for your junk. Brand new. New, it's not even improved because it's they've in, they're introducing it. They've invented it. It's for, for your face. And I'll, well, look, the other day, Darren and I, what did I say? I'm like, Darren, is it the size of your cell phone, your iPhone? You're like, probably smaller. So I brought the two of them out for comparison. Dang it, if it isn't smaller than your iPhone. <laughs> it's like a flip phone. Yeah, and it's better than... Can you hear that? It's... It's better than what you're currently using. I don't know what you're using, but I can tell you it's better than that. And it charges by USB. And it fits in your shaving kit for road trips. Use the promo code VRPSHOW and get 20% off and free shipping today. Don't wait. VRPSHOW is the promo code. 20% off and free shipping. And we were reading the comment earlier from Jerry Teabag Hack. Best-selling author, goalie, watching from Vancouver, and he's just written back in. He says, shameless plug, warning, <laughs> Memor, a memoir of a hockey nobody by Jerry Teabag Hack. How about that? You can find it in any bookstore, Amazon, all the good ones. And Fake Gainer has written us on Twitter, and he says, great show, but a serious question. Do you think the legendary Teabag uses the lawnmower? I'll hang up and listen. Here, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. <clears throat> okay. I got to stay out of the comments. Um, I feel like, Darren, you're just overwhelmed. You don't know what to say today. It's like three or four times you've just paused. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. There's another it's five just... times. Try to try to think of the teabag using the lawnmower and how you would answer that on the air on national television. Okay, <laughs> right. And people love the fact that I was shaving on live television. That's not as bad as what Howard Stern vowed to do on live radio. I know that one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is probably going to take us right through to our next segment when Eddie Steele joins us. We're going to play Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Sign up today, create an account, and get playing at betregal.ca. I'll give the betting lines, the point spread for this weekend's NFL games in week six. Darren will decide whether he's going to take the bet or not. Bet Regal, hence the crown, everybody, and the robe. Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans in London. Ravens favored by four. Deal or No Deal. No deal. I'll take the Titans in uh, London to cover. Uh, they've had the, the Ravens number as of late. 
uh, betting with your heart again, I see. I'll take the deal. Carolina Panthers here in Miami. The Dolphins are favored by 13 and a half. It is the second biggest point spread of the week. Dolphins, 13 and a half at home over Carolina. Deal or no deal? I'm still going to take the deal. I like them in that offense. I'm taking the deal, too, and the Panthers are 0-5. It's going to get ugly over here at Hard Rock Stadium. Washington Commanders at the Atlanta Falcons. How about the surprising Dirty Birds? Right, Ryan O'Radio? On WQEE, the Falcons are favored by two. Yeah, and Clark's team favored by two and a half at home over Washington. Deal or no deal? I'm going to take the deal. I'm going to take the deal, and I'll take the Falcons. This is one of my pick games of the week, but I'll take Atlanta. I'm taking the deal. The commanders are who we thought they were. The Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. The Vikings are favored by three at Soldier Field. Deal or no deal? No deal. Um, something's happened in Chicago. Justin Fields has figured it out last couple of weeks, so I like the Bears. Oh, wait. I thought he was the problem. I'm with you. No deal. We'll take the Bears to win. Seattle at Cincinnati. Looks like the Bengals got their mojo going after that big win in Arizona last week, and the Bengals are favored by three at home over the Seahawks. Deal or no deal? The line started even lower than that at two and a half. I'll take the Bengals um, to cover, uh, to win, and the points, yeah. Just another manic Monday. We're going with the Bengals, both of us. San Francisco at Cleveland. The 49ers are favored by 10 at Cleveland. Deal or no deal? Deal. I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to play. Take San Fran. For all those reasons, I'm with you. The New Orleans Saints are at the Houston Texans. Energy Stadium, one of our favorite NFL stadiums. We've been there. Hosted a sports trip there once, as you know. Saints favored by 1.5 on the road. Deal or no deal? I like that deal. I like C.J. Stroud, but I like the Saints on the road this week. I'm taking no deal. I like C.J. Stroud, and that's why I'm going to bet on the Texans at home. A lot of road favorites in week six in the NFL. The Jacksonville Jaguars, home to the Indianapolis Colts. The Jags are favored by four. Deal or no deal? It's my favorite bet of the week. Take the Jaguars. Uh, I think they'll win handily. I'm with you. They're really talking about Belichick now. The Patriots are going into Las Vegas, and the Raiders are favored by three at home. These are two teams below 500. Raiders favored by three at home over New England. Deal or no deal? I'll take a deal there, too. Too many problems in New England, and they don't know if Mac Jones is the guy, not the guy. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Give me Vegas. Arizona at the Los Angeles Rams. A great NFC West battle there. The Rams are favored by seven. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal coming off the bye week. They'll put up some points. Yeah, me too. The Cardinals are the Western Dirty Birds. And not winning. Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Football Jets. Man, I get sick of Jets coverage. I really do. You think I lived in New York with the amount I hear about the Jets? Eagles favored by seven at MetLife. Deal or no deal? Deal. I think the Jets will cover. Um, I don't know if the Jets will win, but I think they'll cover. Their defense is too good. 
Okay, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Is that a deal or no deal? No deal. No deal. Uh, I'm with you on that one. I get the, the, huh. It's a little bit like the Cowboys coverage uh, on ESPN, but over on CBS Sports Network, they got Boomer Esiason's radio show. They carry it on television, and all they talk about is the Jets. Zach Wilson, will he, won't he? Is he going to be? Is he not going to be? I'm like, enough! They just, can't, they just can't get enough of it in America. Many feel it's the game of the week. The Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Lions are favored by three. Deal or no deal? Deal. I'll take the Lions. Uh, not me. That's because of my love for Baker Mayfield. This is a real game to prove that he belongs. Big time. In Tampa. And in the NFL, New York Giants at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills favored by a whopping 14.5. Daniel Jones isn't going to play for the Giants. I'm not sure that matters. But Bills 14 and a half over the Giants. Deal or no deal? You know I hate big spreads, but I don't like the Giants So right now. So <laughs> I'll take Buffalo to cover. Uh, yeah, to me, no, it's way too big of a point spread. Sorry, Joe Lazito, no deal from me. And Monday night football, the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Chargers, the Cowboys are favored by two and a half at SoFi, deal or no deal? No deal. I'll take the Chargers in that one. Yeah, me too. So do us a favor, everybody. Go to betregal.ca this weekend. Create an account and start playing at our exclusive betting partner, BetRegal. Listen, I'm taking this off. I'm sure you don't mind. I got sweat rolling down me. Sweating like a hooker in church. <laughs> Enough's enough. What other NFL stories literally are on your radar because I you obviously didn't take your I don't assume you took your whatever you, your little sticky thing to watch US cable so to tell the world that you have that um <laughs> you know that time. it's all cowboys all the time yeah this morning the the graphic on ESPN get up or as you're looking at it what's wrong with a cowboys offense and I'm like it's just all day every day and I can see why I guess the majority of Americans love the Dallas Cowboys because it's jammed down their throat every day. But I can also see why they're hated so much, particularly by teams in the league. We didn't examine this as much as I wanted to the other day. Do you not feel that all that media, tar um, media hype, which quite frankly is unwelcome by everybody except Jerry Jones, unwanted, would paint an unfair target on their back, similar to the... Maple Leafs, the Yankees, and in the CFL terms, the Rough Riders. That's how I feel. Yeah, it does. Like, the brand gets so big, and it ends up having a negative effect outside your borders. I mean, to anybody outside the fan base, like, we don't spend much time thinking about the Tennessee Titans or the Washington Commanders. No. Or, you know, some of these teams that don't get the same amount of hype. So there's not a lot of hate towards them. Um, your fans are always going to cheer for you regardless, and the Dallas Cowboys have a huge fan base. But, yeah, you get a lot of extra attention, and it creates a lot of negativity from everybody that's not a fan. Um, and the players that have been going on for decades, it, it, is, it is tough. You're on 
under the microscope like crazy. You feel like you can't make a mistake, um, and you don't have the same leeway that other players and other teams do. But it is what it is. Uh, you play for America's team, and the Cowboys, again, under scrutiny, and they're always playing in prime time, it feels like, doesn't it? Monday night, another yeah. big test for them. Like, they could be 500 oh. coming out of it, and all of a sudden, the sky is falling. I mean, people subconsciously aren't aware of what's going on. I'm aware because I've been in the business so long, and you are too. You mentioned the Cowboys in primetime. We're used to that. But what we're not used to is the Raiders in primetime. Like the NFL is, for whatever reason, I feel propping up the Las Vegas Raiders. Do they feel that they need to be propped up? Who are the Raiders, really? They've been, they have been irrelevant for 40-plus years. And yet we're subjected to them in prime time. It feels like to me almost every week. Do you not feel the NFL is, for whatever reason, building up the Raiders for the Raiders' benefit? Or am I completely out to lunch on that? No, I see a little bit of that. And obviously, having a long brand, still, the Raiders do, even though the team on the field, you're right, is yeah. pretty irrelevant. They haven't been in championship discussions for a while. I mean, there was a little bit of a blip. Um, but where they were, they were good, but that was really short-lived. Um, but they have a big brand, and they're in a big market now in Vegas, and I think they're trying to really make sure that works, and they don't want that to mm. start to fall off, especially when the Golden Knights across the street continue to do well and better, better won a championship. So the National Football League wants to do what they can to make sure that the, the Raiders don't get lost in that market, which sounds crazy that an NFL could get lost in the market. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing it, but it's pretty evident to me that they are doing it. And we had Jesse Granger on a week or two ago from the Athletic Las Vegas. He's a good friend of ours, has been for quite a while, ever since the Golden Knights were around, and he brought up a good point. Because I said, who's more popular in that town, Raiders or Golden Knights? He goes, oh, by far, the Golden Knights. And they went on to say the reasons why. They were born there, hashtag Vegas born. They won a championship there. And he said, and there were... Vegas is a city of 2 million people, and it is a football town, but he goes, they've all got their own NFL allegiances. They were cheering for teams before the Raiders showed up. It's very hard to break those allegiances, right? It's, it's in your conscience. Allie in Texas says he is so hot. Oh, she goes, Joey is the reason they're putting them in prime time. Uh, Jimmy is the name, but I don't think you care about his name, right? Uh, Ted in Red Deer says the college football equivalent of the Dallas Cowboys would be Notre Dame. Yeah, I get we network television every Saturday. Randolph in Toronto says Rod's robe and crown look like the L.A. Kings old unis. Well, thank you. And thank Bet Regal for that. Moose, you're going to run. Have a great weekend. Have a great call. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Edmonton's other 97 joins us next. Eddie Steele, how about that? We're live on Game Plus Television on a Football Friday, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. 
This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Football Friday continues. Boy, do we crack a treasure chest of comments there about why is the NFL propping up the Raiders and putting them on in prime time. Call it in Ottawa, says the NFL wants Mark Davis to sell the team. They don't want to do him any favors. Trust me. I guess, but please tell me why they're on in prime time almost every week. Uh, BW in Edmonton says the Raiders' followers are from three major TV markets. Uh, I guess. We're going to talk CFL now. As I say, Edmonton's other number 97. One day, Eddie Steele, you'll be able to say, yeah, they retired my number in Edmonton, 97. You could legitimately say that, Eddie. What do you think? Well, you know, when uh, they drafted Connor McDavid, that was when I was at the height of my career with the then Eskimos. And he actually had to come and ask me if, for approval to wear number 97. I'll tell you this. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> What'd you charge him? What'd you charge him? What'd you ding him? Psych. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got to shake his hand like that. <laughs> Hot damn. Hey, I get it. Listen, I get it. Eddie, uh, I'm going to start with, because you're in Edmonton, before we get to this weekend's uh, CFL games, I can't believe the furor, if I've read it right, over the Elks' decision to tarp off the upper bowl of the stadium. It seems very elementary to me. Math. Uh, is, am I making too big of a deal of it, or what, what do you think about that announcement this week? Yeah, to me, it's, it's not only math, but it's simple math. Uh, and I yeah. was talking about it on the morning show this morning with Kevin because there was a, a ton of outrage, not outrage, but um, people voicing their opinion, uh, especially people who are lifetime season seed holders from the upper deck. And they were just voicing their displeasure. And look, I understand. I totally do. Uh, I, I was saying that I'm about 60-40 on this. 60 on the side that I get the economics of it. I get the atmosphere, the environment, the intimacy, and the optics. It all makes sense. 40, though, for the other 40 would be, I understand the legacy season seat holders where it's been decades, those seats in the family, and I, I have the empathy for them. But at the end of the day, Commonwealth is so big. It's so Even if you have 30,000 plus in Commonwealth, it looks somewhat empty because it holds fifty-five to 60,000. So when you have 30,000 scattered about, it doesn't look very good. It doesn't present for the best overall atmosphere, having played in that type of atmosphere and having seen it as a fan, so both viewpoints. So I think it's a good move. It makes total sense to me. It's going to bring everything tighter. The field already is significantly further away uh, at Commonwealth than the average field from the fans. So to bring everything a little bit tighter, I think, only makes sense. 
Yeah, me too. I get it. And to be honest with you, the president there, Rick Lawlisher, did it in B.C. Rick's, if he's not in the Hall of Fame, he's going to be. He gets it. And you also know, Eddie, give these season ticket holders a few gifts. Let them go for supper with Jones to, uh, to chop for a steak mm -hmm. or something. They'll get over it. Right, but you got to just kiss their ass a little bit. Do, te do teams still do that anymore? I don't know if they do. Hmm? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not only should they be kissing their booty a little bit and doing some things, but they are now telling these season ticket holders who have had these seats for decades and decades, because I've heard loud and clear from people who have had season seats for a long time in the family, and they're asking them to change their seats and they're asking them to pay more. So go figure, that doesn't add up. So it's gonna be interesting how this all unfolds. Uh, you know, I don't have all the math behind it in terms of the numbers and what people are paying. I'm just being told what uh, people have told me. I'm just telling you what people have told me. And yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense in terms of uh, just the overall treatment. Uh, and I hear the same sentiments coming out of Ryderville. Uh, in terms of season seat holders and prices going up and just the overall uh, way that the organization treats the people who really butter the bread of the CFL because the season seat holders, it's a gate-driven league and they're the ones who are committing more than anyone else. They're the ones that you should commit your time, effort, energy, and focus to please them as well. Well, thank you. Uh, we've spent enough time on this, but again, that's sports in 2023, and I'll be honest, this is why I want no part of it, because I don't understand where we took this turn to crazy town with how these teams are being run. So anyways, I want to know your take on the game tonight. It's the game of the week. Sask at Calgary. I think the winner gets into the playoffs. Mathematically, that's not the case, but spiritually it is. What do you think is going to happen tonight? Uh, you know, I, I realistically think that Saskatchewan is going to have a performance um, that is better than what we've seen. Five straight losses. It's tough slugging over there. But the thing about it is Calgary is in such a position that we're so not used to seeing them be in. And they're in a worse position than the Riders and their five straight losses and all the turmoil that's going on. So I really do think right now the Riders have a better roster. Uh, they have a better team. This is the game they should win because not just record-wise, I firmly believe they are a better team right now. So I'm expecting them to win. I am. Uh, that is sound reasoning. And I actually, I think Calgary's favored by three. I mean, the interesting thing when you say that, Calgary's got their number one quarterback playing, Jake Mayer. They made the decision to get rid of Bo for this guy. Sask is down to their third string. And I'm not sure they're overly confident even on starting this guy. Does that make a difference to you in how this game might go? The quarterback position. Yeah, the quarterback position. I mean, look, I was so high on Jake. I still have some faith that he can turn it around. It's been a very, very tough season. Uh, but this is the guy that they chose to replace Bo Levi. And, you know, in all honesty, uh, it doesn't look like the worst decision in the world with how things have played out out east for Bo. But with the Riders, yeah, they're on their third string quarterback. Uh, it's been very um, uncertain at that position throughout the season. 
And all they need really is for the quarterback just to be a point guard. They don't need the quarterback to go out and throw bombs and to win a game because they do have talent on their roster. You just got to make the throws that are simple, make your 15-yard completions, and just be a distributor and just go out and play point guard, have some kind of Trey Ford-like numbers. You don't got to go for 300 yards passing. You can throw for, you know, 250, 220, but go 17 to 25. Be efficient, no turnovers. They have a strong, fairly strong run game that I believe in, so lean on that and then get the ball to your playmakers and let them do the rest. Uh, Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, the Riders don't win when they should. I have no faith in this team. Sad but true. Troy in Toronto says, 31,000 at Commonwealth is pretty good. If they sold that many seats every game, I wish the Argos could get 30,000 per game. So, uh, yeah, everybody is engaged and all that. Hey, listen, how's the radio thing going, Eddie, before I let you go? I know it's only Fridays, but are you enjoying it? I am enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Kevin, I mean, he's a pro's pro. So uh, working alongside him has been awesome and just learning from him and just, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun being totally kind of on that side of things in terms of media, being able to really ask questions and not just do interviews uh, such as this where I'm being asked the questions, but actually being able to interview people, ask them questions and get creative with the questions and being able to interview cool people, you know, it's only been a month and um, or six weeks, roughly. And, uh, you know, I've gotten to interview Kevin Glenn, uh, gotten to interview you, Odell Willis. Uh, today, someone from Winnipeg who had interviewed me my whole life growing up locally, uh, Chris cool. Jones this morning. So getting to ask these people questions, you know, it's pretty cool. And, yeah, having CJ on this morning was neat. Ed Hervey, you know, all these people that I've, encountered had good relationships with uh now i get to ask them questions it's pretty pretty interesting and i'm loving it how was it interviewing jones because to be honest as you know i'm a jones guy but i feel like he is the hardest interview i put him top three i've ever had and i've been in the business 35 years how did you find it you know in all honesty rod um and i've heard hundreds of Jones's interviews you know I, I always would listen to media clips and stuff when I play it was something that I was very interested in and you're right hard short answers uh, can be abrasive uh, he sh shocked me to be honest with his openness and um, willingness to go to some depths of some topics this morning and uh, yeah there was some things that I was surprised that uh, he actually was open and it wasn't just short and you know, I think maybe part of that, um, I'm not sitting here taking the. And he gone. You got a call, Eddie? Yeah. You, you got said me? part of the reason for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you now. Yeah, part of the reason was that you played for him. Is that what you're going to say? I was going to say, yeah, there's a relationship there. So um, he really got a little bit more deeper than I was anticipating. So I think that's why. Well, it was as bad as I've seen. <laughs> he's, he's one in a million, man. As are you, Eddie, but for different reasons. Thanks for the time, amigo. Enjoy the games. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Sorry about that. I did get a call. Have a great weekend, Rod. And don't get a sunburn down there, please. 
Uh, clouds out today, so I think we're safe. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah, uh, Edmonton's other number 97. How about that, Eddie Steele? Audience takeover when we come back and a sports update in overtime. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. It's overtime, and we're glad to have you aboard on a cloudy day, as you see in South Florida. Taking you into the weekend, it's going to be big fun. Overtime's brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. What a perfect fit, huh? Where skill and fun collide, an amusement park for hockey players, but don't take my word for it. Go check it out yourself. Do it this weekend. 28th Street Northeast, just off 16th Avenue, by the old Crossroads uh, Flea Market. Remember that? I know you, Calgary. Wonderful for team outings, staff outings, team building. Just call ahead, ask for Randy or Michelle. Tell them the RP show sent you overtime hockey lanes in Cowtown. Uh, Arlen Bruce III writes in with a quick one. Out of the cheap seats, he says, Rod, who's your front runner for NFL MVP? Brock Purdy, Stefan Diggs, Patrick Mahomes. Who are your three? Great show as always. Well, our AB, I'd do it with the rest of the media doesn't just go look at the stats. That's how they vote. How about Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant? You're putting me on the spot, obviously. I just went to the score app, and how about this? They don't, oh yeah, here it is, leaders. Oh, Tua, hello. He set a Dolphins record. He's in my top three. Dolphins record, 1,614 yards through four, five weeks. Two is in my, uh, for sure, top three. Patrick, two. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Cheetah, leads in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. I, uh, if you can, as you can tell, I'm gravitating towards being a Dolphins guy. I'm just sick of the Cowboys. Christian McCaffrey leads the entire league in rushing 110 yards. Brock Purdy's getting all the credit, but the offense is running through their outstanding running back. Well, Russ, uh, Raheem Mostert leads in rushing touchdowns. He's got a live autograph signing here at Hollywood Collectibles. Remember that? A few weeks ago, I went to the one with Matthew Kachuk. It's on our... Instagram story, you can find it there. Same place, got Raheem Mostert tomorrow. How are they affording this? TJ Watt leading the NFL in sacks. Do you consider defense at all, A.B.? I think there's only been two defensive players in the history of the Canadian Football League to win the MVP of the league. Saul was one, Solomon Elamimian, and I can't even remember the other. So, yeah, I'm going to put for sure Tua in there. T.J. Watt just to be me and Christian McCaffrey. How about that? How about that? <laughs> B.W. in Edmonton says, oh, Crossroads Flea Market. Now I know where it is. See what I mean? Right? It's like people don't understand my Alberta roots. They're deep, way deeper than you think. 
I wanted to address this from Allie in Texarkana. She says, Eddie looks like, Eddie seems like, he goes, Eddie is such a nice guy. Eddie Steele, who was with us last segment, and Ted in Red Deer says, I agree. He seems like a very nice guy. It was different when he suited up. He was a bad man on the line. Defensive line. Here's a little story for you. I own that pizza restaurant in Regina. Beautiful. Have you ever been to a Famoso Neapolitan pizzeria? It's a chain all across Western Canada. I own one. And quite regularly, I was behind the counter there. I was like Sam Malone in Cheers. And uh, Eddie, when the season was over, 2018 season, if you can believe there was an edict put in by the upper management, they were not allowed to talk to me. You are not allowed to talk to Rod Peterson at all. No interviews, no off-air interviews either. No, no even conversations. So Eddie came in, it's like a Monday night, sat up at the bar and he wanted to talk about his contract situation. And I'm like, Eddie, you know that you're not supposed to be talking to me. He's like, I don't care. Then he went on to talk about money things and contract terms things and inside team things. Maybe this is why they weren't allowed to talk to me. And uh, he never played another game for the Rough Riders. And interesting, I never called another game for the Rough Riders either. How about that? But Eddie was a regular at my pizza restaurant. And now we're both gone. Time marches on, as Tracy Lawrence is fond of saying. Thanks for a great week. John Ohm says, great show, Rod, making pizza tonight in your honor, bro. Oh, I could eat it every day. Problem is, uh, I did. <laughs> and put on 35 pounds. AB says, I love your three, RP. Thank you, AB. That's what makes this show go around. Different opinions, right? Everybody have a safe weekend. Enjoy the ball for all. We'll see you Monday back here at noon Eastern on Game Plus TV and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.